It's Susanna. Let me introduce myself. I live in New York City. I was born in Macedon, Greece. I was raised in New York uh, and I studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology. After spending many years there, I entered the glamorous world of fashion. Uh, I worked for Versace and Bergdorf's for many years where I got the chance to learn the best of the best from the best and uh, meet the most glamorous, the most amazing, iconic, inspiring people of the world. I derailed a little bit by creating my own collection, Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods, and I had so much fun doing that. Um, I still do, by the way, but um, I'm getting back into my origins, my original state of mind, uh, uh, fashion-inspired, style-inspired. Uh, I believe uh, regarding to fashion, clothing and in general accessories as well and fashion has the power to transform your life you can be whoever you want with the power of style and clothing and here i'm quoting coco chanel by saying uh, uh, what she said uh, quote i did not like my life and i created my life end of quote so here i'm going to be sharing with you all the layers, all my experiences, all the lessons that I learned while living in this most gorgeous, glamorous city, New York. And um, some of my lessons include spirituality, the power of spirituality, the purpose of spirituality. Uh, I call them tools, actually, for an ideal lifestyle. So it's spirituality, art. I'm also an artist. Music, cinema culture, interiors, nutrition, everything. These are the layers that we all need uh, to have the most amazing ideal life. So stay tuned, stay with me and um, we will have some fun and great inspirations. So just remember, I love you and um, this is sponsored by Susanna Galani's Jewelry, Age of Gods. You can reach me at SusannaGalanis.com. Okay, let's do this. Repeat after me. Let's affirm this. Let's mean this, let's expect this, let's desire this, let's transform this reality into this affirmation. Everything that I need, I already have. Everything that I have is all that I need. Anything I desire, I will receive because my reality is created by me. I'm successful. I'm peaceful, I'm free, and I'm wise. I have potential, energy, and like a phoenix, I shall rise. Reminder, please listen until the end of the episode because usually I include a surprise or a bonus.
Hello my beautiful darlings, it is uh, 5.15am on a Thursday morning in New York City. I've been uh, not active for a while because I don't know why, I just needed the time to just not record. Although I was recording uh, some segments of uh, this uh, podcast that I'm going to do today uh, with uh, Style Icon Jane Birkin. So... It's not like me. Normally, I would uh, start a podcast and I would be so into it and I will uh, finish it immediately. Sometimes it takes a day, sometimes more than a day, two, three days, but uh, not over a week like this time. In any case, um, I needed some time off. Um, There was also a holiday that uh, I stopped for a while. It was the Greek Orthodox Orthodox Easter, so... Uh, I just did not feel like uh, recording uh, and uh, it was one of those times and um, that's it. Uh, um, It was uh, also very active as far as shopping was concerned because I did some beautiful, beautiful pieces, vintage of course. Um, uh, I bought some uh, two leather jackets, uh, gorgeous, which I'm going to wear sometime in the early fall Uh, actually one of the leather jacket is lighter so I would wear it in the summer spring summer also because it's very light black of course and uh, I did some uh, oversized uh, vintage jeans which I felt so comfortable with this oversized idea for some reason um, after the lockdown, uh, the only thing that feels comfortable, uh, apart from the sweats, of course, which I don't do anymore, uh, it's the oversized uh, soft uh, jeans, they're very worn out and uh, they feel so comfortable. And I also bought uh, a cognac color, uh, which is uh, really cool and I love it. I'm in love with this color, actually. I bought a couple of bags, uh, handbags in this like a whiskey color, uh, whiskey, whiskey, and um, I bought uh, uh, jeans also, vintage, uh, but they don't look vintage, <laughs> they look brand new, <laughs> which is great, I love them in this particular color, the others, the blue jeans, uh, they are really old, I bought three pairs, and I'm loving them, I live in them, it's so hard for me to just... Uh, uh, wear more structured, more uh, fitted clothes because I'm so used to for the last year and a half uh, not really being all decked out and uh, uh, formal and fitted and all that. So I'm just transitioning into summer and uh, it's all good. Um, remember a few episodes ago that I told you about my shoes? I brought them all out. I had them all out in my bedroom, ready to go places. Well, surprise, surprise, I cannot walk in those shoes anymore. It's just so hard walking in on heels. So back they went into their little places that I have and uh, my bedroom is free from shoes again but I kept one pair because I'm practicing in my apartment to walk on high heels again after all those years I have to practice again uh, walking on high heels so I bought a pair of uh, leopard leopard round toe not so round on the round side a leopard skin or, or a faux leopard I think they're pony and um, 
they're, they're, they're high heels and uh, these are the ones I'm practicing with so yes I'm having fun um, I'm trying to 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 transition into normal life whatever that means uh, I think it's going to be a new normal however uh, let's see what's going to happen now we're going through their transition and um, we don't know but uh, we shall see I'm very optimistic and I'm expecting fantastic bright days ahead so I'm going to continue today I'm going to finish and I'm going to post it uh, my uh, Jane Birkin oh speaking about Jane Birkin while I was doing this um, uh, research um, about her and of course Herbes uh, 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 named uh, a handbag after her the Birkin bag and I was watching a video about uh, what was in her bag and Jane Birkin uh, was sitting in a stairwell stairwell in a Paris in her house and she was explaining what she has in her bag which was tons and tons and tons and tons and everything in there was tossed in there and um, it looked uh, bulky <laughs> bloated but what um, her black Birkin bag but what I saw outside the bag she had all this little trinkets and charms and uh, fun stuff like little belts and ribbons and uh, some stuff uh, they were like ornaments but they were so cute and they were darlings little darlings and she had them on both sides okay of the bag by the handle side so she she was hanging stuff on the bag and the bag looked so gorgeous and so personalized it was gorgeous now there was a trend and there is still one uh, I know Prada made one uh, and I, I own a couple of those uh, charms because I love Prada and I have Prada bags that I bought those little charms to go but what I used uh, I bought a I, I use those charms on another bag that I found a vintage bag by Lambertson 2x uh, now these guys uh, when I was working at Bergdorf's um, they were working there as well and um, they created their own company Lambertson and 2x Lambertson 2x these two gentlemen um, with the last name Lambertson and 2x they created this amazing uh, bag collection uh, very Hermes like Mm, great quality a very chic sophisticated ex I think they were if I'm not mistaken I'm not so sure I think they were working for this company or they were handbag buyers I don't remember their story I have to look into it but I remember loving those bags okay that was in the beginning of the 2000s when I was working at uh, Bergdorf's Bergdorf Goodman in New York so um, I fell in love with their bags then uh, and while I was uh, vintage shopping I came upon uh, a white tote bag by them leather gorgeous and um, I have this affinity I have this need to rescue rescue beautiful clothes and uh, accessories I'm absolutely fascinated 
this is how I actually started working with my jewelry. Uh, I was buying vintage pieces and I was refreshing them, I was refinishing them, I was reusing them in more contemporary ways. Thus, this is how I created my jewelry collection. As a matter of fact, the name of my company was Turn Vintage. There was this obsession of mine to take vintage pieces and restore them, even furniture. Restore them, revamp them, bring them back to life. It may be having something to do with my Greek antiquity connection, uh, uh, being that I am Greek and I love anything antique, anything uh, treasures from the past. Maybe it has something to do with that. My obsession with the Greek, ancient Greece and the uh, Greek culture, ancient Greek culture and all these beautiful treasures they left behind us, my ancestors. I don't know if I'm relating it to that, but I have this obsession of finding a treasure from the past and reusing them in a very modern, contemporary way, refinishing. So going back to the bag, it was white. Uh, of course, it was um, handled a little bit, but I restored it because I love to restore things. And it came out so gorgeous, this beautiful uh, Lambertson Truex uh, tote bag. And I added some um, uh, of my Prada um, decorations and uh, uh, stuff that uh, Prada is selling. As a matter of fact, in my case, it was uh, a, an initialized chicken. Uh, a keychain, I'm sorry, a keychain, and I added that and a couple of other mementos, and it became such a cutie pie. And I posted it on uh, my uh, social media, Instagram and um, Facebook, and uh, I, I got uh, very good responses. People loved the idea of uh, something different, something unique, something more personalized. So um, I was inspired, of course, by the iconic style icon uh, Jane Birkin. So in this um, podcast, it's going to be all about her, her influence and um, her life and um, what she left for us from those days behind for us to look upon and get inspired. And there is so much cool inspiration from her. And then uh, there is this amazing song, Je t'ai mon that uh, it's classic and it's just a gorgeous song and she's singing this with her uh, husband, uh, then husband, uh, Serge Gainsbourg and this is one of my favorites. So I'm going to tell you all about everything Jane Birkin, my darlings. My darlings are back. It is Monday. Bonsoir. Monday afternoon at 7.22 p.m. in New York City. And I'm getting ready to introduce to you another one of uh, my style icons. Her name is Jane Birkin.
You know the Birkin bag? Everyone is dying to have it for uh, tens of thousands of dollars. The Birkin bag, right? Hermes created this bag for Jane Birkin and they named it after her. It was her and also another one of my style icons, Grace Kelly, that Hermes named bags after these two iconic women. So today it's going to be Jane Birkin. So uh, her style is timeless. She was uh, with Serge Gainsbourg, one of my favorite French singers, and um, both of them are music and style icons, and um, they will forever be occurrent. So it's going to be all about Jane Birkin. How seductive they are. There is another song, Je t'aime mon amplu. I'm going to tell you all about that. And I'm going to let you hear a little bit about the song. It's a very sexy song. I will be back. Je t'aime. Oui, je t'aime. Oui, Mon plus. In any case, this is Je t'aime mon amplu, the song, and here's a sampling of the song. It was very controversial at the time and very sexually overt song, um, and um, everybody was talking about it. Not anymore, but at the time. This is when uh, Jane Birkin was a neat girl and she was with Serge Gainsbourg and uh, she was traveling and uh, she was going from Paris to London so she was very happening so I'm going to tell you the story according to Jane Birkin how the Birkin bag was birthed. She was traveling from Paris to London and uh, she was uh, upgraded because she was a celebrity, a little celebrity at the time. She was upgraded to a first class seat and she sat next to a very polite, elegant gentleman. She had with her an agenda, a leather agenda, where she had all her paperwork inside and she had, uh, she had stuffed with different receipts and uh, papers and other stuff uh, that normally one would put inside their agenda and it was really packed. So at one point the agenda fell on the floor and all the papers and receipts, they spilled all over the place. So the elegant gentleman uh, told her, oh, you should get an agenda with pockets to 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 not have this problem and she looked at him um, and she said oh yes uh, ideally yes i should but hermes doesn't make one with packets so the gentleman said to her um i am hermes oh really then please make me a an agenda with uh, packets 
And I also have a suggestion for you, if you like, uh, to make a bag a little bit bigger than the Kelly bag and a little bit lighter than my usual uh, traveling bag. And I have an idea. And he says, uh, he said to her, please let me hear your idea. So she started uh, sketching the bag and uh, it was the original uh, um, drawing of the bag, the Birkin bag. And it was... Um, what a lot of people are uh, saying it was a stomach distressed bag um, in any case she gave all the details and she gave it to the gentleman and at one point after a month uh, uh, the Hermes company called her and said oh please come in uh, when you have a chance to to take a look at the bag at the prototype because we created uh, the bag that you suggested so she went and it was initially in cardboard and uh, she fell in love with the bag they did such an amazing job so um, she said uh, also that she gave them some ideas uh, some suggestions of uh, possible leathers and that may work with this bag so they created a bag and eventually they sent her the actual bag but at the same time they they asked her if it was okay for them to 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 name the bag Bergen after her and she said of course she was very fluttered because the other person that uh, a bag was named after was uh, uh, Princess Grace Kelly so yes uh, the bag was created it was named uh, after uh, Jane Birkin and then uh, the rest is history um, Jane Birkin also shared a story at the same interview where she said she became so known for the for the for the for the um, Birkin bag that uh, her her singing uh, was second to the fame of the bag uh, she was not known for her singing but for the bag for the inspiration of the Birkin bag as a matter of fact in one interview in the states uh, the person not knowing that Jane Birkin designed the Birkin bag he said uh, when she introduced herself to him as Jane Birkin he said Birkin as in Birkin bag yes she said uh, <laughs> and uh, definitely the person did not know that she was the creator of the Birkin bag so that was a funny and interesting story so my darlings now the time is 7 31 p.m on a friday I don't know what is happening to me, maybe I'm a little bit intimidated with Jane Birkin and there's so much glamour, there's so much information about her and I have been trying to do this and yet I have been um, uh, postponing it. Uh, it has taken me over a week, I know there were uh, holidays and everything but now I have no excuse. So I'm trying to figure out, I think I'm a little bit intimidated So now, and I'm never intimidated. So. She was great, she was major, so she was the major eat girl. The girl that all the current eat girls are trying to copy, especially the eat French girls. So the major French style that we know for, the effortless, chic, sophisticated, cool, timeless French. Yes, she created it in the 1960s and 70s, so Yes, she was the 
uh, original it girl and uh, she influenced uh, hundreds and millions of women around the world and even today's girls are really trying to um, copy her style including myself so i have to say i am a little bit intimidated with jane birkin so I'm going to try to do my best, my darlings, because uh, we all need inspiration, mega inspiration. And um, here we go. So she's known for her off-duty dress style. And this is her signature. It became the French, the signature French um, style. Laser fair, very relaxed, very cool, very understated. She's not trying to do anything. She's just gorgeous without really trying. She's known uh, for her layered uh, necklaces, very thin necklaces she used to wear. Her uh, wide-legged vintage denim, her peasant blouses, her overall bohemian style. Another uh, signature piece that she used to wear is their white t-shirt. Very simple, very understated, very cool. She was several decades ahead of her, uh, ahead of the style curve, so really ahead of her time. No wonder the um, CEO of Hermes or the owner of Hermes uh, named a bag after her. She was that gorgeous, that inspirational. Okay, in the 60s and 70s, and even in the 80s, even today. Even though she's an older uh, woman right now, she's still uh, inspiring. And I'm going to tell you how she's inspiring women now. But let's not jump decades, okay? So let's stay at the beginning. This is when she met her husband, Serge Gainsbourg. She was uh, initially a British cool girl, okay? And although she went to uh, Finnish school, remember when I was telling you about another one of my style icons, um, Jacqueline Bouvier, Kennedy Onassis? Uh, she went to a finishing school, okay, Miss Porter's. So, um, Jane Birkin, she went to France. Finishing school. So, this is where all these eat girls are going. They learn uh, to be ruthlessly chic. <laughs> and unapologetically cool and gorgeous. So, she went through that and... Um, she was married with another man, uh, actually the man that wrote the score for the James Bond movies. And apparently he left her uh, at a very, very young age with a little girl. And um, she was heartbroken, the poor little girl and the mother, <laughs> Jane Birkin. So she decided to uh, move, she go to France, to go to France, move, move, move. So she was a um, singer, actress. Uh, screenwriter, model, and overall a style icon and the original influencer. So she wanted to go and uh, audition for a French movie and uh, her co-star was Serge Gainsbourg. He was a, a songwriter and a musician and a very bad boy of the times, okay? So when they met, there was nothing. He was very arrogant. He didn't pay attention to her and uh, he was really bad. So... Uh, at one point, uh, she decided to loosen him up a little bit, so she drag, drugged him on the dance floor and they were dancing, dancing, dancing all night at a club in the 1960s in Paris. So he kind of like loosened up a little bit. They ended up going to his house and he fell asleep. 
and she said it was the most important, the most romantic night of her life. Long story short, eventually they became an it couple, a power couple. Uh, they were the influencers, the bohemian, the bohemians, and uh, they were uh, the it uh, couple, and everyone was looking to them and uh, they were major influencers okay so that was in the 1960s and 70s uh, at one point I believe in the late 70s maybe beginning of the 80s she had to leave him because he was very bad he was very brutal he was he was an alcoholic and he was very violent so he left her actually no no she left him but actually he left her because of his attitude obviously because she loved him so much she didn't want to leave him but she had to so she took the two kids uh, one from her previous marriage and another one from their marriage and she left him and they became friends uh, they they were uh, still in love obviously and they were friends until the end of his life when he passed away in the beginning of the 90s so she's still alive today and uh, she's performing and he wrote some amazing songs um, for her which he was singing and um, all the songs were about how how she left him and the pain of love and abandonment and, and heartbreak and it was really a very cool very 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 nice life love story and um, Yes, they were uh, uh, the soulmates for each other and it was obvious because when they met, they were both heartbroken between her and her husband leaving her and, and Serge Gainsbourg um, had an affair with uh, the famous gorgeous Brigitte Bardot and she left him and... Um, he was very heartbroken in the beginning so he wrote a song uh, which uh, it became so famous Je t'aime mon amplu which uh, translates to I love you and uh, the other one responds me neither he he wrote this song um, about uh, Brigitte Bardot and how she didn't love him and um, Brigitte Bardot did not want to sing and eventually um, Jane Birkin uh, sang this song which, which was a very controversial song and very erotic with a lot of moans and offs and noises and so long it was like very very uh, controversial uh, very sexually explicit song for the 1960s uh, so that became their the trademark that became the, the the song that made them so so famous so they were so famous in the late 60s and 70s and they influenced the whole decade so her her style apart from the things that i already said to you her other her other signature style was her hair she had bangs and her hair was like very messy and effortless uh, chic she had uh, the bangs and she was wearing this mascara she had this dewy look uh, with uh, under eye mascara and uh, makeup and um, she was known she had a certain look a lot of this a lot of girls these days are trying to copy her uh, she was wearing mini everything mini 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 uh, dresses and uh, a lot of sheer dresses sometimes extremely provocative sheer through uh, uh, sheer and see-through and uh, she was uh, very uninhibited uh, a lot of times she would create the looks for example she would wear a dress backwards uh, 
if the dress had a low back, she would wear it at the front and to cover the chest area, she would wear a pin and she was very creative. Um, um, she was uh, carrying a basket most of the time because she was, it was a round basket and she was uh, carrying stuff all over, you know, Paris and she was going uh, shopping for trinkets and stuff all around Paris and she needed that space to um, to stuff the basket. She needed big bag and no one was offering such a bag. So she had a Portuguese, I believe, a Portuguese basket that she was carrying all the time. Sometimes she would carry it uh, for evening events as well. So there is a story that uh, uh, while uh, she was dining at uh, the famous uh, uh, restaurant, the French restaurant Maxime's, she uh, took, uh, she was stealing basically uh, some um, uh, silverware and some uh, plates, signature plates of the restaurant. And then she went to sign an autograph and the plates fell. So <laughs> she was, uh, uh, it was shown that uh, she had stole the plates, but the very elegant and sophisticated French waiters of the restaurant, they went to pick up the plates and gave it to her. They say, Madame, uh, it's our pleasure to give these uh, plates to you. And should you desire any more, it will be our pleasure to give you more. Um, very elegant, sophisticated French manners. The French were always very, very sophisticated, very proper, very classy. And um, she used to say how, how uh, style-wise, uh, the French were very sophisticated and uh, prudent and the British were more original and very outrageous and very um, explicit and very um, uh, daring. So um, she was trying to describe her style. It was in between. Uh, it was originated from uh, uh, British, uh, British style. So she uh, blended it with the French elegance and um, it became her really signature style. And um, um, yes, so she was wearing mini everything. Uh, another one of her signature styles was um, very relaxed suits. Uh, nothing was extremely fitted, very relaxed. And the trousers were always wide-legged and the jackets as well. And she was wearing a lot of floaty floral dresses. So that was her signature look. Again, this, the jewelry were... Uh, were um, very uh, layered and very thin and uh, that was her her style she also wore um, tuxedos that um, she she kept on wearing tuxedos throughout her life uh, especially ysl tuxedos and it became um, her signature look throughout her life and she's saying now these days this is her uh, go go to um outfit uh, to wear uh, for evening events um, she likes things that have enduring quality and these days because she she would like to she's in her 70s she would like to feel uh, sleek and sophisticated and she feels that way when she's wearing men's oversized clothes so she feels fragile and sleek that's what she's saying so this is what she's doing and then she's wearing um, uh, Converse uh, shoes 
because um, that's how she feels more comfortable. So she's um, she's saying she used to look quite sleek back in the day, as we all know. Um, and she used to always design, uh, try to create um, back in the day. Um, her own signature style by throwing in an old tie or a scarf or something to make her look or a pin or the way she was wearing her jewelry to make her look really her she was very very created um creative and she used to make up stuff all the time she she's saying that uh uh, she she used to design her looks. Uh, obviously, she was very good with styling. No wonder she's a style icon. So it was really fun, and she had uh, a lot of uh, fun with her basket. Obviously, uh, and she thought that uh, when she was young, 21 years old, she describing her attitude as being very arrogant and uh, you know the arrogance of youth and that they the youth felt that they can do everything better than the older generation and thus she was wearing those these baskets all around town and sometimes she would have more than one and uh, this is what she felt as expressing herself and um, today she's not even owning one of the um, Birkin bags. Uh, I think all throughout her life she only wore, she only had four. She she did not believe in uh, maximum ownership and overdoing things. Uh, she was very sophisticated, very sleek, like a lot of women. For example, uh, Victoria Beckham. Just to uh, say one name, she has like an amazing number. I think over a hundred or 200 uh, Birkin bags. So although Jane Birkin was the creator of the Birkin bag throughout her life, uh, she only had four. At, at this point in her life, I don't think she has one because she has donated the four uh, bags for charity. And um, what made her bags uh, very unique, uh, there were the trinkets and the ribbons and the stickers and the stuff that she put uh, on the bag which is very inspiring because I have decided to do that because I have a couple of bags that I I collected and they're vintage and by adding a couple of things they really create they come alive they they, they, they they create a personality because I added some things from my trip something that uh, is of sentimental value to me and some cool stuff and I'm um, mixing in the the high and the low for example if the bag is expensive I'm adding some strings and some ribbons and some stuff um, and uh, it kind of cools it down tones it down and I thought that was incredible she definitely was the inspiration for that and I think it's so cool Okay, so this is all about her inspiration about the Birkin bag and the and the basket that she's known for, and a lot of girls are uh, um, wearing that uh, basket. It's a very typical French look. We spoke about the agenda in the previous uh, segment about how Hermes uh, decided to create. Um, 
their bag because uh, she she kind of suggested that uh, she needed more space and more stuff to bigger place because space for a bag to to stuff it with her things okay so so she's inspiring and she's a big beacon of um, for older women as well uh, and um, they look up to her even today and they see uh, what is possible uh, how can you be cool in the older years uh, again uh, overall her, her, her style and her attitude is laser fair like uh, relaxed and uh, cool and uh, not bothered so much and this is by choice uh, a lot of young girls and contemporary eat girls for example Alexa Chung like Alexa Chung are uh, self-confessed uh, imitators of the Jane Birkin style and um, she's timeless Well, my darlings, uh, we came to the end of uh, the episode of uh, style icon and major eat girl, the little English girl, as the French call her, uh, Jane Birkin. And I must say, I'm fascinated and uh, I have adapted a couple of uh, her style ideas already. Although I was doing some of her style, styling, um, throughout my life not knowing it was originated by her however now that i did an extensive um, uh, research uh, a lot of things in our days in our contemporary culture and uh, especially in the french culture and in french uh, style uh, you know how chic french women are and very um, have this uh, relaxed uh, sophisticated uh, carefree style it was all originated and inspired by Jane Birkin so she was amazing she kept on uh, writing into her diary for many 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 years until I believe 1982 and uh, she had a stuffed animal uh, which uh, was called monkey and she was addressing monkey into her diaries and she was recording mainly uh, sad stories because when she was happy she had no time to write and uh, express her sorrow <laughs> or take it all out but in any case in her diaries um, she wrote uh, and uh, this uh, particular uh, uh, stuffed animal remained with her until until and this is a sad story but uh, i don't want to end with a sad story uh, it's all about love 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 my darling so at the end it's all about love so it's not a sad story but let me let me go back so when her her uh, husband her second husband serge gainsbourg uh, died in 1991 uh, uh, her and her three daughters they were all devastated devastated with the loss devastated they held on to his body for three days before you know what happened right so what they did in order to send him off in a very protective way they decided to include the monkey the stuffed animal they gave it to him to take in the afterlife so 
they loved him so much and i'm going to end here with a high note uh, it's about eternal love and eternal nothing dies love remains forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever it's indestructible so and uh, of course uh, the songs Okay, my darlings, I love you. Bye-bye.